0: the tropical chevrolet zach and the nose fantasy football show on am 560 fm 96.5 hd2 wqam and the radio.com app sponsored by tropical chevrolet where convenience for our customers our top priority find new roads at tropical chevrolet here's zach and the nose all
1: right we're back here on zach and the nose fantasy football show brought to you by tropical chevrolet We got a couple things we got to do here in the uh, next segment. We're going to do red light, green light with a couple of the uh, wide receivers. We're going to get into tight ends in the second segment here in the seven o'clock hour wild card segment at the end of the show. Uh, But we do have a bunch that we want to get to. I wanted to get to one text message real quickly during the break. Uh, Looks like it comes from somebody called Scotty Fish.
2: Ah, Scotty Scotty Fish. Fish.
1: Right. It says, Dante from Grandma's Boy, quote, play my head monkey. Dante's nice. from Grandma boy was very right. good yes, very Grandma's good. boy underrated movie for the uh, for the dumb comedies of, of the world I love that kind of movie Grandma's boy is very good
2: yes and he also shares a very similar trait to Dante Scotty fish does but anyway
1: <laughs> well maybe for a time for another show at this point uh, we'll see. Jack of all trades right right exactly without getting into details well done there Scotty fish okay red light green light couple of the wide receivers here we have a couple that were texted in. That we'll get to in a second. I want to get to the first guy on uh, red light, green light that somebody texted in. Uh, Certain Carolina wide receiver, uh, DJ Moore, somebody texted in. I know that he was on the nose list. We talked about it a little bit, I think, in the last two weeks, just for a second here or two. He did not have a very good quarterback throwing him the ball last year. Uh, And now he's got Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, throwing him the ball, which is an upgrade over whatever was throwing him the ball last season Uh, after Cam Newton was down and they just kind of went with whatever it was. Uh,
2: DJ Moore. Decent season last year. Red light, green light on him for this season. Major green light for wow. DJ Moore. Wow. Okay, so DJ Moore last year had 87 catches with Kyle Allen as his quarterback. That's who it was, right, Okay, so right. Kyle Allen uh, is no longer his quarterback. You're right. You have Mr. Consistent Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, so when you're looking at wide receivers, it's actually uh, a perfect player to discuss this about. When you're looking at wide receivers, yes, you want to pick guys that have the obvious is that have good quarterbacks. Okay, that's, you know, you don't have to come on a radio show to give you that kind of advice. But what you want to do is have guys that have horrible defenses. Carolina might be the worst defense in the NFL this year. What does that mean, Zach? That means teams are going to score like crazy on it. Right, them. right, that, right. What does that mean? Got
1: to score points, got to throw the ball. They got to throw the right, ball. Right.
2: DJ Moore is a guy who is going to be targeted a ton. He had, let's see, 135 targets last year with Kyle Allen. Right. He's a candidate, in my opinion, for somebody who could be a top five receptions overall player. He's going to have 1,200, 1,300 yards. He needs to find the end zone more. Right. But DJ Moore is going high on all these lists, and there's a reason. He's a great fantasy pick this year. Big, right. big green light.
1: Right, and I like DJ Moore. He's a good receiver. A uh, little bit of a breakout for him last year. Could be much better for him this year, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, let's, let's go with another DJ, by the way. A certain DJ. Shark, uh, Shark. Do
2: do do do. Right. We had a lot of fun with DJ Chark last we year. We
1: did, we did. Now he's in Jacksonville, obviously, and he's going to have the mustache thrown in the ball uh, this season. But that team is uh, Gross. right now—it's disgusting. Gross. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, more than likely, is already house shopping in Jacksonville. I'm assuming. I feel
2: horrible for him. Right. Duval County might be the worst place in the right, world. Right, okay. right.
1: Outside of uh, one weekend a year when we can go up there for the, the Gator Georgia game. That's about it When uh, Jacksonville. But DJ Chark, uh, even on a bad team like that, obviously it kind of goes with the same kind of look, I'm assuming, um, that you said with DJ Moore with the bad defense there in
2: Carolina, are we going to see a big season? Red light, green light on DJ Char. I'm red lighting him. I'm. He had, uh, I believe, 73 catches last year, and he broke a thousand yards. Phenomenal, but he faded off at the end of last year. Yes, Minshew's going to throw the ball, but there is not one player on this offense that I want at this point. Right. Absolutely zero. I want zero Jacksonville players, people. Okay. When Leonard Fournette went. The whole concept of that team went. They don't have a good offensive line. Uh, Minshew is going to throw a lot of interceptions. Yeah, he'll throw the ball, but they have multiple guys. Day-Day Westbrook, they're all the same type of player out there. Uh, No, I'm a major red light on DJ Chark. No interest in any Jacksonville players.
1: All right, let's go to Northeast Ohio for a second. There's two receivers there for the Cleveland Browns. Very big name receivers. Lots of targets. Lots of stats the last couple of years. Odell Beckham, obviously, not a great year last year. Jarvis Landry actually had a, a more targets last year and I think more catches also. Uh, what about those two guys? Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. Let's start with Jarvis first. Juice Landry, red light, green light.
2: Juice, okay. Of course, in everything that we discussed, there's a round for everybody. So right. we have to make that preface. Uh, Jarvis Landry probably will not be drafted by myself unless it's in like the 7th round of, of my fantasy league. 10, okay. ten or 12 teams. Uh, a lot of balls to go around. But I'm predicting more though. Odell Beckham is a green light for me. Okay, He's going too late. He's a part of my strategy where this guy was a no-brainer 10th to 12th round. He was the 2nd or 3rd wide receiver that was coming off the board right. when he had Eli. Okay, Yes, Baker had a bad year. I'm calling a comeback year for Cleveland. Nothing crazy. Let's not get outrageous and think that they're the best team. But man, do they have their weapons? And I think Baker learned his lesson. I don't think he's gonna be flicking off the fans anymore. I I think. I think he took his medicine. I don't know what the right medicine is, but it's called shame. Hopefully, it
1: was game film.
2: It was terrible. He was an embarrassment. I do expect a comeback. Odell Beckham is the perfect example of a guy that you could get as your second wide receiver in the fourth round right now. Going back to that strategy I was telling you, if you have a late first round pick, get your two running backs. If you come back and you end up with, again, a guy like Juju, who is another huge green light for me, um, with an Odell Beckham, you're all of a sudden looking amazing in my opinion. So Odell Beckham is a major green light for me because he's going so late. And I do believe that Cleveland is going to have a better season.
1: Actually, I got three receivers all in the same city in Los Angeles two for the Rams and one for the Chargers that I want to ask about. I'll start with the Chargers. Keenan Allen has been a guy that has put up pretty good numbers. I'm not sure what his end zone Uh I have to look it up to see where he got. He only got the end zone, what, six times last year. Uh, gets targeted a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. Ty- Tyrod Taylor is his coach, uh, his coach is his quarterback uh, this year. Justin Herbert might come in if that's the case also. Will that affect Keenan Allen on your red light, green light?
2: Red light. Again, a place if he's just, everyone's red lighting him and you see him going super late, of course, that's a different story. But I'm not going out and targeting him. I don't trust Tyrod Taylor. Uh, The Tyrod Taylor show that I saw in uh, Cleveland was a disaster two years ago. Uh, I don't think Herbert is a player that they want to get in that fast. I think they want to give him the Steve McNair treatment. Right. Everyone calls it the Patrick Mahomes. Now I call it the Steve McNair treatment. Well a full year of learning the system, learning how to be a pro, and then going all in. Um, so yeah, I don't like uh, the Chargers' offense outside of Austin Eckelar. I'm sorry, whatever you want to call. A. A. Ron Right. Right, right. All right. All
1: right. I'll stay in L. A. Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods. Uh, two guys that are high that high-powered offense, or which was a very high-powered offense a couple of years ago, a little bit of a drop-off last year with the way that team actually played in their record uh, almost made the playoffs if they would have done expanded playoffs, but they did not, so they did not make the playoffs. Uh, let's start with Cooper Cup, uh, highly targeted. Both guys, by the way. Um, where do you like Cooper Cup? Is he a red light, green light for you?
2: He's a big time. Big-time green light player for me, okay? He has got he had 10 touchdowns last year. I believe that may have led the NFL um, in terms of receiving touchdowns. You want to do that for me right yeah, there? Yeah, of
1: course. Let's do it. Oh, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> Gosh, Kenny Galladay is a major green light. Right, That's another right. story. Cooper Cup. he has a rapport with Goff. He's the number one there. Robert Woods is their 1A. They're both going to get more targets with Cooks gone. I like them both. I think that the Rams have... One of the brightest minds in terms of their offensive coach McVay. They had a bit of an off year last year. Both are green lights for me. Another perfect example of Cooper Cup, who's gonna you could grab late third, early fourth. No problem with that pick as my I prefer him as my second wide receiver if possible. Okay. Robert Woods in the same position. A little bit later on, maybe fourth, if you could get him in the fifth, even better great guy to get a lot of receptions if you're in a ppr league i love both those guys
1: all right back to ohio for two receivers that are going to be catching balls from number one overall pick in the draft joey burrow oil can boyd which we uh kind of adopted last year on this program and possibly the return of aj green who years ago and when i say years ago five six years ago was a number one guy who was considered a Maybe late first round, second round pick because of how productive he was with the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. Uh, Joey Burrow taking over. Two receivers there. Let's start with Oil Can Boyd, Red Light, Green Light.
2: First of all, the real Oil Can Boyd, no one did more cocaine than he did. (laughs) I I don't know why I said that.
1: statues throughout that. If you saw his
2: nose in the 1986 Tops card, you understand what I mean. No cartilage. None. Right. So, But I think we're talking about Notre Dame's Tyler Boyd, and apparently right. he has an amazing rapport already early with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is all of a sudden just saying, I'm going to make this guy a star. They have a really nice receiver core there. I'm green-lighting Tyler Boyd, oil can, excuse me. I'm, I'll never do that again. Right. And I am red-lighting A.J. Green. Wow. Okay. No, just don't trust him. Uh, he's going too early based off of name recognition. Sometimes when people are in a draft. Again, they have a few beers in their system. They go to a name that's familiar with them. It's like when my brother would just draft Isaac Bruce when the guy was basically still retired because right. he just felt comfortable with the player. Right. No, A.J. Green is... I'm um, sorry for him. The Georgia Bulldog is a has-been at this point. Phenomenal player. Borderline, I'm sure, Hall of Fame-type numbers. Uh, A player I am not banking on this year. I just don't think he could stay healthy. And if he does, I don't think he's going to get the targets. That's going to make him a player that you draft in the right spot. You know, if you got him, if you get see the guys in the 10th round, sure. But he's not going that late.
1: All right. I think the obvious, uh, and I can maybe answer this, and you could either hit me over the head or or give me a handshake on this one. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, obvious green light on your list, I'm guessing. But Christian Kirk uh, there also had a little bit of a breakout last year. Uh, Christian Kirk, red light, green light on yours.
2: Christian Kirk is a red light for me. Uh, there are too many balls right now, too many targets to go around. Larry Fitzgerald is still there. Um, so And Kenyon Drake gets a ton of targets, believe it right, or not, out right. of the backfield. So where Christian Kirk is a candidate at any time to go 60, 70 yards, I don't think he's going to get the targets he did. I mean, I mean, Listen, they brought in the best wide receiver, skilled wide receiver in the game in Nook Hopkins. Okay, Hopkins is the most talented player. I said it. I'm saying it over Michael Thomas as well. Uh, that being said, I'm actually going to red light DeAndre Hopkins. What? I'm red lighting him. You know why? Because he's going right now between picks 12 and 15 overall. And in a new situation with a new coach, with COVID where there's been no preseason games, we don't know what he's doing with Kyler Murray. I don't trust Kyler Murray enough to get Hopkins the ball as much as Watson did. And quite honestly, i rather have... Uh, Tyreek Hill, i rather have Devontae uh, Adams, i even rather have uh, Chris Godwin over him. Wow. Julio Jones as well, so listen, Hopkins is, I will say, is the best wide receiver in the sport. I want to see a full year out of him. The dude is going end of first, beginning of the second, and again, there's too much unknown for me. I need to see it with my own eyes, I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to recommend him. Alright, last one here before we get to segment number two, we have more wide receivers. For segment number
1: two, with the tight ends that we'll do in red light, green light. This segment, actually fun to a bunch of the texters out there who are sending in these. We just got word today from uh, Riverboat Ron Rivera. By the way, thirty-eight twenty-nine, end of the first quarter. Miami Heat uh, leading the Milwaukee
2: Bucks. Milwaukee. Right. Algonquin right. for the Goodland.
1: <laughs> That's the kind of stuff you're going to get here on the show all season long if you're new to Zach and the Nose. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was announced as the starting quarterback for riverboat ron's washington football team i think i said redskins before excuse me it's the washington football team tighten up right you yeah. got to get ready for the season there i can't call them the san diego chargers and the oakland raiders and the washington redskins anymore everyone's got a new name uh terry scary terry mclaren right? is it mclaren or mclaurin i don't uh, know whatever you say right i usually mess it up anyway we'll just call him scary terry at this point uh, he had a nice season last year uh, for for that uh, team. I'll let me try to bring up some of his stats here because I wanted to see uh, where he was. Also, uh, let's see here. Beautiful right.
2: stats. He had 93 targets last year. Right. He had seven touchdowns, 919 yards, and he did it with uh, a, a caravan of right. quarterbacks. Scary Terry is. Let me just say this. Raheem Mostert is the nose pick of the year. Right, We didn't say that so far. My nose pick of the year is Raheem Mostert, uh, 49er running back. Second place to the nose pick if it was a receiver or first place is Scary Terry McLaren. Wow, that's big. Another situation where they're going to be having to throw the ball a lot. You have that Ohio State to Ohio State connection. This guy is an electric player. You know, he's going maybe a little too early for where uh, you might be comfortable, but I'm telling you to be comfortable. If you could get Scary Terry in somehow in the fifth round of your draft, you are doing things and you're doing things right. He's going to be a star this year. He's one of my major green light players. Highly recommend Scary Terry McLaurin. So if you have an opportunity to grab him and he's one of those players that is on your list between two or three guys, take this conversation right now and draft him confidently.
1: All right, we'll get some more red light, green light here in the next segment. If you want to text in any more names, we have a bunch on there right now, 305-567-0560. We'll we'll throw in some tight ends in the next segment as well for red light, green light, and then we'll wrap things up after that in the last segment of the show. Zach of the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back right after this.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.